Hello and welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. I'm your host, Jessica Green. Thank you for joining. Welcome everyone and thanks for joining me today. Today I'm going to be talking about electrosmog. I'm going to be telling you a little bit about what it is, why it's important for us to know about it, and ways that we can reduce our exposure and even detox from it. Okay, so electrosmog, why am I even talking about this today? Well, we are mostly energy and quantum science has uh, proven this, it's shown this to us. We are effectively vibrating beings and we're affected by energy that we're exposed to in either a negative, a neutral, or a positive way. And um, here's a story to illustrate this. Uh, some of you might be familiar with Alana from Alana's Pantry, which is a fantastic and popular blog for paleo recipes. And uh, Alana Amsterdam has posted her story, and you could read more about it at her site. But here's a quick synopsis. So Alana has been suffering from MS. Well, when she changed her diet, cleaned up her environment, she was able to reduce her symptoms and uh, basically be living a normal life. Well, she had um, renovated an old house, and when she renovated it, she made everything super green, right? Her green building. And in doing this, she also made it a very smart building and electrically uh, efficient building. And she moved in, and soon after she moved in, within six months, she was suffering some immense MS relapse symptoms. And she finally figured it out. It had everything to do with her green home. It had to do with the smart meters. It had to do with uh, the smart appliances. All of the efficiency measures that she had implemented in were affecting her body in a very negative way. So when she was able to remove all of that, she went back to her normal, healthy self reducing her symptoms and living a normal life. So that's just an illustration of how electrosmog can affect us. But right now I'm going to get a little bit more into the nitty gritty on this. So many research and medical institutions such as the Cleveland Clinic, Harvard, Yale, they have all recognized EMFs to be a serious threat to human health. Now, I'm not saying this to scare you. I definitely don't want to do that. I just want you to be aware that this is a subject that's important, certainly important to our health, especially if you're experiencing any um, asymptomatic kind of symptoms, right, um, such as fatigue or brain fog, uh, things of that nature. But I'll go more into the symptoms in a little bit. So when I talk about electrosmog, I'm really talking about electromagnetic frequencies that are human-made and interfere with our body's normal function, right? Now, that can include radio frequencies, magnetic fields. It can include um, electric fields and dirty electricity as well. And the amount of sorry, electromagnetic smog worldwide is increasing exponentially 
Uh, as of 2018, 55% of the global population has internet access, just as an example. 68% has a cell phone. And this is just going to continue to increase. And with the rollout of 5G for cell phones, we're going to have an enormous uptick in cell phone towers all over the place. It's going to go up to, I think the predicted amount was around 13 million cell phone towers. To give you an idea, we're around 217,000 cell phone towers today. So that's across the U.S. Now, common sources of electromagnetic smog include smartphones, Wi-Fi, cell towers, smart meters on your home, everyday appliances, whether or not they are smart appliances or not, um, charging cords, computers and tablets, uh, lights like LED lights, fluorescent lights, lights on dimmer switches. There's also wireless phones and baby monitors. And I had no idea about this, but I just learned today that baby monitors are way more uh, emitting than our cell phones are uh, or our Wi-Fi devices. So um, definitely one to keep an eye out for. It's also important to note that any metal that we have in our body acts as an antenna attracting these frequencies. It's just like a, it's like a booster, right? And that goes for our beds as well. Like we spend eight hours a night in our beds and if they have metal coils in them, that acts as like an attractor to these signals. So even if you turn your Wi-Fi off at night, your neighbor's Wi-Fi could be kind of beamed to your bed. So uh, things to keep an eye out for. And now when I talk about metal in your body, I'm talking about the amalgams. I'm talking about your uh, gold caps. I'm talking about uh, any metal screws or plates, anything like that, that you might have in your body, any hip replacement, things like that, if they're metal, that is. Now, some of the things that we know causes um, uh, that these electromagnetic frequencies or electrosmog causes includes DNA damage, uh, it opens the blood-brain barrier, allowing mercury and organochlorines and other pollutants to enter your brain. It also reduces the body's reserves of antioxidants. It increases your stress hormones, and it reduces sleep. And this is a big one, because when you reduce your sleep, and this is because of melatonin production, it reduces melatonin production, and it increases cortisol levels. So it's not a good combo for a good night's sleep. Now, based on about 135 other studies, we can also conclude that they cause the following symptoms. Hormone disruption, anxiety, neurological disorders, pain, skin problems, tremors, throat problems, irritability, uh, increased risk for cancer, autoimmune conditions. Um, it also... Uh, increases autism rates, uh, ADHD, um, actually I should say symptoms, it lowers bone density, it impairs our detoxification, and can even cause um, early menopause and weight gain. Now, different people are affected in different ways. I'm not saying that, you know, as you're exposed to electromagnetic smog that you're going to experience 
all of these things or that your children are going to experience all of these things. They're definitely, everyone is different, right? Different body types do different things. Some people are literally the canaries in the coal mine. It's sad to say that there have been deaths related to uh, EMF exposures, and these are with highly, highly sensitive people. Um, other people, like myself, uh, just are a little bit sensitive to this. I'm definitely aware of places that have higher electrosmog um, in, in the environment, and I could feel this. I could feel fatigued. I could feel um, anxiety. I could feel... Um, you know, maybe a little bit of a bump in some of my autoimmune symptoms. So something to definitely keep an eye out for and just be aware of your body's um, reaction to these. Now, here are some steps. And I've there's so many ways that you could start to reduce EMF or electrosmog um, exposure to yourself. And I'm just going to talk about the things that you could, you know, really affect personally for your life, for your home, for your family. Uh, and here they are. Um, turn off your Wi-Fi at night and turn off all of your devices, uh, at least the Wi-Fi portion of those devices at night uh, before going to bed. Or if you're just not using that device, just turn off the Wi-Fi um, on the device. Next, turn off your cell phone or turn it on to airplane mode if you use it for an alarm clock on your bedside table. This is really important because um, the effects of your cell phone uh, is really, um, it's kind of a short range, right? It's like one to two feet. And most of our bedside tables are just a couple of feet from our heads. So turn it on to airplane mode. You might also turn your cell phone onto airplane mode when you wear it in your pocket or right next to your body. You can also use a shielding device like a defender shield or a safe shield to protect your phone. And I'm sorry, I, I don't have one to share with you. I've gotten one for my husband and he loves it. So it's just a shield, sandwiches your cell phone. So you could get signals if you need to get signals but then you could wear it in your pocket and not have it zap your butt. Because as I mentioned before, it reduces um, bone density in the area that it's most affecting. And for cell phones, it's literally, you know, if you wear it in your back pocket, you're reducing your bone density in your hip area. Uh, likewise, if you stuff it in your bra, uh, you're reducing your bone density in that area as well. So it's really important to either shield or to turn it on to by, um, uh, airplane mode. Now, another thing to keep in mind is to keep your personal devices at least one foot from your body when you're using them, and that includes everything from your computer, your laptop, and uh, your iPads and your cell phones. Try to keep them one foot away from you while you're using them. And you can do this in part by using some sort of a hands-free device. In this case, wired. You definitely don't want Bluetooth because it's the same thing as having your cell phone right up against your ear while you're using it. It'll affect that area of your body uh, in a very acute way. And... Um, so I mentioned the wired headset. You could also get an air 
headset too. And I think you could get those on um, at the same site that you could go to for Defender Shield. And I'll put links into the comments section uh, below and in the resources section as well when I post this to YouTube. If you have metal spring coil bed or beds in your house, consider replacing them with metal free options. And now I know that this is a bigger thing to do, uh, but if you're in the mode for, you know, replacing your bed anyway, definitely look for something without any metal springs in them. Again, the metal attracts the Wi-Fi, other electromagnetic uh, frequencies. It collects them and amplifies them. It's like having an antenna. So replacing those, and I mentioned this also because we spend so much time in our bed, I mean, eight hours and it's really close contact. So definitely something to consider. Now, I do have some supplement recommendations to help you detox from these frequencies and or repair your body from these uh, frequencies. And um, one of them is magnesium. And this is such a big one because many of us are so low in magnesium anyway. So supplementing with it is a great idea. Magnesium will help fight free radicals caused by oxidation due to EMF exposure. The next thing is to eat plenty of cruciferous veggies and foods high in polyphenols like cocoa and cumin. You could also take CBD oil. You could find this in low dosage without THC. It helps to reduce inflammation. And you could also take niacin, which is a vitamin B3. It's a precursor to NAD, and NAD is what repairs DNA damage. So super important since we already know that all this electrosmog causes DNA damage. Now, I hope this wasn't too overwhelming. I definitely don't want it to be overwhelming. And I want you to consider some of the options that I had presented for reducing your exposure to EMFs and just pick the ones that feel good to you. Things that seem simple, like you could, okay, I could definitely do this for myself, for my family. Um, and then go from there and maybe when you're ready to take the next step, you could take a look at my blog, my website. I have plenty of resources on there about other things that you could do. I also teach an online course and I could put that in a link as well. You might be interested in checking that out. I go through this in much more detail on that online course. And I'm absolutely happy to answer any questions that you might have, go ahead and put them in the comments and I'll respond to them as quickly as I can. So thank you so much for watching today and have a great rest of your Thursday. Okay, bye.